0: Dun 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 dun, 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 dun 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 We are back live in Overdrive right now, only at the Infowars.com streams and PrisonPlanet.tv. want to thank Alan Watt for holding over with us. We're going to go to your phone calls. As soon as you guys give me a updated phone list on that toll-free number we gave out, uh, right before we ended the main radio show, I do this maybe once a month. We go into Overdrive now. Uh, going back to Alan Watt, finishing up the point you were making about and, you know, we see people when they're told they have cancer, they get mad at the doctor. Or, you know, we bring them this message, and then somehow about half the time of people fighting the new world order, and if we could stop this, we would actually, you know, win and 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 be able to defeat the globalists. We're already very close. It's obsessions on those of us that are standing up and speaking out. And I see great people like Nuff Respect, who's had probably 40, 50 million. I mean, he's got videos with 10 million views apiece. And a couple years ago, you know, all his videos would get two, three, four million views. Suddenly, they started restricting his views, and now his videos will say five million views, or or, or from five million to five thousand. And he's getting mad. I've had to beg him not to quit because his videos get put on hundreds of other video servers. It's still being seen by as many people. And he's saying again on his website, on his YouTube page, he's going to quit. They're 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 blocking him because he's effective. And so a lot of people that stick their head up to fight the New World Order get attacked by the pre-programmed mass of people, not just those that openly disagree with us and want the New World Order or say it doesn't exist, but by the bottom feeders and the government operatives and their and their camp followers that then attack anyone that sticks their head up. Kind of the crab syndrome or crabs in a bucket. If you've ever been fishing for crabs, will try to stop any other crab from crawling out instead of working together. Can you? I see that as the biggest thing to break just by ignoring it and moving forward with solutions to defeat the new world order. Your comments on that, and we're going to go to calls.
1: Yes, well, I I was reading a book uh, quite a few years ago on how this would unfold in society, and they said they would actually encourage those in, in what they called the fringe group. By that, they meant those who are borderline, there's a lot of borderline psychotics And they would encourage that group. In fact, they might even, especially on the Internet, they can come into the their sites and encourage the the psychotic ones to attack personalities who are being effective. So so that is actually underway right now on a big scale. Um, I know that for a fact many people who go into the forums uh, will tell you they'll start off fine and someone comes in. They'll all like this person who's got lots of information. Next thing you know, he's got them all fighting each other or going off on a different tangent. Uh, and, and are attacking someone who is effective. The idea being that if you if you get up there and have a voice, and, and you're really altering the, the, the outlook of many people, then you must be one of them. That's the, that's the first thing they jump at. They don't think you can be genuine at all. It is true that in the past uh, agencies have put their own people in place. We know that with certain people who did the Patriot rounds, in fact, years ago, uh, and it's admitted afterwards they were government operatives by themselves um so yeah you can't trust everyone but you don't attack everyone either who's getting the word out and we're not advising you as to what to to do except to protest you can protest that's the only right we have left at the moment uh is to protest um what's happening in the world we know what the next step would be the other boys know it too all we can do is protest and say no and do the gandhi thing uh, and go along with that and just hope uh, that that's enough
0: well absolutely alan um getting an echo there guys we also see uh these formulas where what happens is somebody will come on the scene start a radio show or a website for about a year and they'll act normal and they'll get credibility yep and and then suddenly they attack everybody and, and create infighting and lies. Yes. And then it's even come out in cases that they indeed were on government payroll.
1: That's right. In fact, I mean, the, the obvious one that comes to mind, and this was this is public knowledge because he was on television right after 9 11, was, was Colonel Bo Grice. He uh, had his own shortwave Patriot station. He was collecting the names of people. He said on the air many times he left the Pentagon with hip pocket orders. And after 9 11, he came out, he was on the congressional steps. It was on television. He said, I think it's those crazy, paranoid, shortwave uh, patriot types who did
0: this. That's what he said. The he said, quote, black, black helicopters. He, he said, black yeah. helicopters. There were bombings going on, and I said it was mm-hmm. uh, uh, because it was a smiley face they were bombing. I said, that looks like Fight Club, but it didn't matter. And then I got mad at him, and then I wasn't the patriot. Because I said, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. uh, this guy is, is now demonizing everybody he claimed to work with.
1: And he never mentioned on television he'd just done about four years on Patriot Broadcasting. <laughs> I mean, it's it was so obvious. And he blamed the Patriot
0: broadcasters for
1: being behind this, yeah.
0: And it's just incredible and very sad because... Uh, but that's what they mean for us to do, is just constantly be paranoid. Folks, you know you're good. You know you're not New World Order out there watching. Okay, say I'm bad, say whoever's bad, it doesn't matter. At least you know you're good. Go out and fight, wake people up, get involved. Because the globalists aren't as powerful. They don't have that many agents. They're trying to create them right now. But you'll know an agent. I mean, I've run into hundreds of them. They say, let's carry out terror attacks. Let's attack police, Alex. And you follow them to their unmarked police car. I mean, it's it's very obvious to notice these people. Feds don't get on air and say, "You have power. You can affect change." Bill of Rights, Constitution. We can wake up the police and military. We can defeat the globalist program. They don't get up and explain to you how psychological warfare operates. What they do is, they come in and they attack other patriots. That's always what they do, and they are intensifying their operations right now because we're. I mean, we have government documents that the army is watching and tracking myself and others. Okay. I mean,
1: yeah. And I've got data as well, data that comes through many different sources. And it's the same across Britain, Canada, the U.S., where they are monitoring uh, openly uh, and attacking cyber attacks on people who are uh, talk show hosts. Now, you're talking about the ratings and how they fiddle with the ratings. And I use one uh, server and I know, uh, often i put all my different um, sites onto his server, so it's all drawn off his. And people will email me the next day after my own shows, and they'll, they'll congratulate me or something, or, or add information to it. But that server has a, a reading of zero, zero people coming in to see it, which is nonsense. That's what they do. They can fiddle the statistics with everything and and just make you disappear if need be.
0: Yeah. Well, now, I didn't get to it earlier, but we actually have the video clip uh, of, uh, it's up on Infowars.com, of John Rockefeller uh, up there in uh, West Virginia. Mm -hmm. And he's openly coming out and saying they want to shut the web down. I mean, this is all over the news now. We kept warning people.
1: Yes, and uh, I've read articles before from mainstream media where uh, they've shown you the photographs of these cyber teams for the military who have been given the go-ahead to attack Using cyber techniques, anybody who's giving them a problem. And I've had them, I've had three computers crash at the same time, uh, when they come into your computers. They can do it so easily today, and you have, you have no, there's no way to fight back with them, you can buy all the security programs you want. Everything, remember 95, 1995, the US and Canada signed an agreement that every device for communication from fax, telephone to computer, must be must have backdoors built in for government agencies to get in and access whenever they wish. That was well. That's law.
0: exactly what I was about to say, and that's now they admit under federal law 96. I reported this five years before it was mainstream news. So I read the Telecommunications Act that they actually, even when they're turned off, track you, listen to you. Yeah. Um, that uh, you know all these systems are doing it again. We have an illegitimate criminal government that follows a, a mindset of eugenics. That's their excuse for all the ruthless, wicked things they do. They believe they're God. They believe they're creating uh, the new man. And it's just amazing uh, what they're doing. Now, I um, want to go to some phone calls here in closing with you, uh, Alan. But is there anything else that you want to add? Yes, the, the say. um
1: we're dealing with, uh, as you say, pretty well, a criminal, a criminal gangster brotherhood at the top that has had its own way for so long behind the scenes. Uh, they've got everything done they wish to accomplish at that time. Uh, they're coming out into the open now. They want us to respect them as a criminal gangster team and to obey them. And uh, we don't have long to go now. It doesn't take long once tyranny underway and you're used to seeing neighbors dragged off in the middle of the night before you accept that as the new normal and then you're too ashamed to participate or stand up for anyone. You've got to do it now because they're on a roll. Uh, They're deadly serious. And I mean that. These guys are killers at the top. They they look upon society as just blank faces. They don't see people. They see a mass of blank faces uh, that are just superfluous at this moment and they want to bring the population down. They've published all their findings over and over and over and... What they do is they don't put any of this through any Congress. They simply make it happen through other Exactly. And for all fair. those,
0: for yeah. all those that are attacking us, Alan, and for those that aren't government operatives that pick up on it and attack yourself and uh, others, understand, folks, that's the mark that we're affecting change. That we're for real. The 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 evidence is proven by our fruits. By their fruits, you will know them. You need to ask those people that are attacking us or or tell those they're brainwashing, why do these people only spend their time attacking other patriots? Because they are feds or federally handled. And again, it doesn't bother me when this happens because I know that means I'm effective, but I I hate seeing well-meaning people not get involved in the fight full bore because they're so busy chasing their tail in these little systems. It's not going to save the country and the world Uh, If we all just police each other and boss each other around and nitpick at each other, that's the mark of COINTELPRO or mentally ill people. What we've got to do is get the people to say no to the New World Order, no to gun confiscation, no to national draft, that this is tyranny that the bankers and the private Federal Reserve need to be brought to justice, need to be arrested. I'm risking my life talking like that, folks. This is dangerous. We're focused on the New World Order. That's the key. Alan?
1: We are, and uh, th- it, sure enough, it is dangerous because we're trying to motivate people to stand up for themselves before it's too late. And really, uh, when the people, are callers, are about what we can do about it, one thing that has to be done is that every agency that is private, like the constant foreign relations at the top and trilaterals and so on, have to be completely disbanded and have nothing to do with government input whatsoever because they're unelected by any people. They're private organizations funded by the bankers directly. and. We've got to get rid of that. So these organisations that have the ear, they have the think tanks that advise the military. This is this is a super a supra government over and above the elected governments. It's got to be uh, literally um, made illegal to operate.
0: And All right, a- let's go to calls in the time we have left. Abby in New York, first caller. Thanks for holding. You're on the air with Alan Watt. Yes. Hi. This is Abby in
2: New York. Thank you so much. Um, I just recently watched Obama's deception and endgame, and I finally feel like I have an answer to everything I have been uh, feeling that was not right uh, in our uh, nation. That's because Um,
0: instead of seeing all the false paradigm and and, and the distractions and the false template they load into your brain, now you're at the elite perspective from their own documents of how they say they're running the world. Go ahead.
2: Yes, um, you know, I mean, we're meant to be so dependent to our government, almost in a constant state of reaction to what's going on, but not to have free thinking. And I realized, you know, I went to public school. Um, It starts in public school. You know, don't question what you're learning. Don't question where where it comes from. Uh, Just repeat it. You know, up to college. Um, I went to a major university in Pennsylvania. Same thing there. And then, you know, you're given, you know, you know, the choice to uh, join corporate America, or else you're considered a, a failure at that point. And, um, you know, I've been living out here in New York. There is uh, a youth movement um, for uh, going against the world order. There is uh, developing awareness. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, being a part of that uh, in my own way out here. Uh, One thing I wanted to bring up that concerned me about uh, modern eugenics experiments uh, taking place was at the university I attended. There was a DNA uh, project, um, mapping project, to see how we were all related um, as far as our race and genes went, and this was being uh, as part of the uh, genome project, um, I participated, and now they have you know my DNA, everyone else's DNA. Who knows what it's being used for? Oh yeah, that but whole National
0: I, Geographic thing ties back to Cold Springs Harbor, Testonoma. Cold Springs Hi- Harbor in mm-hmm. New York. Uh, why don't you explain to them, Alan, uh, IBM, Cold Springs Harbor, Ge- National Geographic?
1: We got to remember yeah, Cold Spring Harbor was set up. By the American Eugenics Society, funded by uh, the Rockefeller Foundation and Carnegie Foundation, they brought in the census to. Literally, to start to track uh, the offspring of people, keep uh, their medical, psychological records, any mental illness in the family, any prison records, and so on, to see if, if the genes were a sort of as, and they would keep popping up down through the generations. They were already categorizing different people down through the generations from the, early, from the late 1800s right through to the present time. That was the sole purpose of it initially, was to track the genes of the people to see who would have to be eliminated and who would not. Because they claim that if you have a murderer in your family line, uh, 10 generations ago, it's liable to pop up again. So you, you, you just they can't take the chance with you. You have to be eliminated eventually or sterilized. That's still the policy uh, that they have at the top today. So you're quite correct. Yeah.
0: All right. Thank you so much. Uh, good to hear from you, Abby. God bless you. Brent in New Orleans. You're on the air. Welcome.
3: Hey, uh, how's it going, Alex? Um, I just wanted to, get out one little point um in mainstream media right now they're talking about timothy geithner being the you know quote-unquote architect of the the bush bailouts right alan is that correct alan? Well, well some of them
1: have said that i don't really uh, accept that i think it's much higher powers but they will never even hear their names at the top to
0: be honest with you yeah yeah in fact they were talking to me just for a second when you were talking here behind scenes what exactly was your question
4: they're talking about Timothy Geithner
0: being the architect of the Bush bailout, Oh, no, right? oh, no, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I said when they first put him in. They blame it on Paulson, but meanwhile it turns out Geithner helped write part of it. But he's a high-level functionary. Uh, his father, you know, headed up a major foundation that Obama's mother w- worked for him as his adjunct, as his second. Uh, and so they've been childhood friends. Uh, Geithner comes from an elite family, so he is high level, but at a minion level. But see, when they're done, they'll make him resign in a year or two, maybe even sooner. And then all the blame goes on him. And then the new blame goes on the new puppet. So this is a microcosm of how they blame everything on Bush, then bring Obama in. Later they'll blame everything on Obama, bring in the next savior. This is all part of the very simplistic bait-and-switch, only one of hundreds of different psychological warfare tricks they play wrapped together. Alan Watt, you want to comment on that?
1: Yes, and all these people who take the blame uh, end up with golden parachutes. Remember, Richard Nixon left supposedly the White House in disgrace. We didn't know that he was given one of the most important jobs ever after that until he died, and that was to help set up uh, the free trade system with China, uh, help all the money flow to China to build it up to be the manufacturer of the world. We didn't know that. That was kept totally secret until he died. Then he was given a military uh, funeral for his role in setting up the New World Order. They never, ever fade off and, and, and are admonished. They're always getting a golden parachute and a handshake. And they probably knew a long time before that, look, you're going to take the rap for something, but really we're we're promoting you to a higher level.
0: Exactly. One year after, on average, they then rehabilitate. They're already starting to rehabilitate Bush. Okay? And then, oh, Obama says Bush was right, and then Obama will be the fall guy, and then they'll rehabilitate him, and he'll get... Look at Tony Blair. You know, he's the head UN envoy for the Middle East. They're talking about him being, in the future, the head of the European Union. That's right.
1: And so they never, ever, uh, they know this, they know that's part of the game, and they, t- they take the rap publicly. And meanwhile, they have their drinks behind the door the closed doors and congratulate each other. And then they're given directorships on lots and lots of board for the payoffs. Sure, that's how it happens.
0: In fact, you don't get into the real power elite until after you've been a prime minister or a president or a national security advisor. Yeah. And then you enter the super college of real technocrats who then meet weekly around the world to fine-tune their sub-directorates, and that's what the CFR wrote last week with James Jones, the head of the National Security Council that we cover in the Obama Deception, where he says, look, he's there speaking, he goes, where do I follow my orders? What do I formulate? I follow the orders of Dr. Henry Kissinger.
1: Yes, and Margaret Thatcher said in 1990 uh, at Massey Hall in Toronto, her series of lectures across the world was called the New World Order, and the coming war on fundamentalist religion. Uh, she said that um, I now belong to the parallel government. She said all ex-prime ministers and presidents and top-level bureaucrats who all know each other, we can get the job done, we're not answerable to the public. She called it the real government.
0: And they say it on record because Margaret Thatchell wrote a book that's only for technocrats that maybe 20,000 copies sells. You know, uh, Helmut Schmidt, German chancellor, writes Men in Power, says world government runs everything, Bilderberg yep. Group, eugenics. I love doing uh, druidic rituals in Northern California. We do rituals in Germany. but my, In fact, it's in there on the shelf at the end of the long haul. I pulled it out last week. Nobody put it back. It's on the shelf on the end of that hall. Men in Power is a political retrospective. Will somebody bring that in? Because the, And they brag in the books, oh, the idiots don't read books. Yeah. You know, and, I mean, those that do, they read Harry Potter or, 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 or Hardy Boy and Nancy Drew or something. Well, they read some stupid Obama book. So it, it, it's a big joke. It, it's like uh, Rothkop, the former head of the Kissinger Group. I, we call him up. He goes, yeah, I want to go on and counter Mr. Jones. And he admits, yeah, we're setting up a world government, but it's for your own good. And his book, Superclass, he writes an article for the Washington Post bragging world government is good for you
1: it is in the open for those that want to go and read it yeah. but it's never mentioned on mainstream media
0: <laughs> yeah listen I don't want to abuse much more of our guest time but let's hurry through a few more calls here thank you Brent hope that answers your question Nick in uh, North Carolina you're on the air with the one the only Alan Watt of coming to the matrix.com. Uh Bulletproof
3: Global Mega Celebrity Alex Jones and MI6 Operative Alan Watt how's it going? pleasure to be on the show <laughs> <laughs> I, got go a, I got three real quick ones here starting with a plug if I may uh, we're, my, my buddy and I are doing a site, com. We're trying to uh, compile the best information all this stuff for everyone. Uh, we just need some help. If, if you guys can help, uh, um, go to the site, send us an email, give us more information. We're hungry for more. So if you guys got videos or or anything to send us, please do that. And then, uh, number two, um, borrowing from the Ron Paul campaign real quick, I got an idea that's not quite as top-centric, Alex. Um, we did it for Ron Paul, and I was wondering if we could do it again. Maybe, uh, have some sort of, um... Graphic design campaign for billboards kind of use their uh, their own uh, weapons against them. Billboard sales are way down right yeah, now. And I've been trying for two
0: weeks, three weeks, just to get a little activist page on Infowars.com and PrisonPlanet.com with just a few banners and hey, folks, have viewing parties for the film. And I'm working on getting that done. I mean, I'm this big global mega-celebrity, but I can't even get that done. So so <laughs> I'm being sarcastic, uh, I mean, literally. Uh, I, but, but yes, that's a good idea. We're, we're also making some street-action flyers for folks. We just don't have the money to buy a bunch of billboards. But if individuals or groups are uh, get have it a together, money bomb. Well, that's another issue. I can't have one of those. We haven't worked out the technology for that. And probably never will. But uh, we right. are uh, trying as best we can, sir, believe me. I just I, I need people to buy the DVDs. At Infowars.com, so I can hire more people so we can do more. But then I'm too busy giving them out for free to ever do that. I appreciate your call.
3: Yeah, so uh, hey, Alex. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
3: go hey, ahead, can I, uh, ask you, I, I got one guess for you. You got to get this guy on, Russ Baker. He got a book that uh, came out this year, Family of Secrets. He like digs way deep into the, uh, the Bush history and uh, the Kennedy assassination. This book is amazing, Alex. Okay, we'll check it out.
0: I'll it. Send me an email. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, speaking of funds, I mean, Alan Watt can barely operate. I mean, I've been able to go around and raise enough sponsors and bust my hind in and get enough money to fund something here. It's called Men and Powers, a Political Retrospective. It's in your hand right there. Uh, and so I'm just trying as hard as I can. But, yes, we need your financial support. I need it. Buy the books and videos. So does Alan Watt. Alan, how do folks support you?
1: I think can go to cutting through the com website, and they can see there's buttons there, there's PayPal here, or they can buy my books and so on. Uh, about this uh, coded system in which we live, where literally the language itself is used as a technique for controlling us. It's uh, psycholinguistics, really. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's what Orwell talked about, because he'd been a member of the secret police in India, then he'd been in wars for the communists in, in Spain, then he'd lived homeless just to see what it was like down and out in Paris and France. You can read all about that in To Kill an Elephant and all his little essays. I read them all. And uh, then he went to the BBC and he found out, my God, it's a global government, a secret society of eugenicists playing everybody off against each other for the sadistic pleasure of stomping on the human soul forever. And he wrote that book, and a lot of evidence shows they killed him. Alan Watt, comments on that?
1: Uh, that is right. He did. Actually, he went off to live in a very remote uh, island in Scotland that has uh, lots of adders all around. The is snake, very poisonous. Uh, to be a recluse, because he thought they were going to send men after him to kill him. And he'd always check the incoming boat once a month to see who was on it, to see if there was a possible uh, assassin on board. He knew, because, you see, he was, he was raised uh, to, to work for them uh, to help um, bring in this world system. And many of the people in those days truly thought it was going to be better than having perpetual wars. That's how it was fed to them. Uh, until he realized that there was another group at the top running all this and all
3: sides.
0: That's right. right. He was a top socialist. His family was actually mid-level British aristocracy at yep. the uh, technocrat level, and he was married in uh, to the Darwins and the Galtons and all of them.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, his mother was a Bonapartist, they called him, and he'd been fed idealism from birth uh, until he realized by, uh, that the war in Spain, when he, he, he was participating in it there, he realised there was another party running all sides of every aspect, yeah. and he saw the long-term arrangement, right. and he spoke out against it. Then the socialists turned their back on him, and the, he could That's he, right. He <laughs> found out
0: that British intelligence was manipulating the killer commies to throw out the idealistic commies, yeah. and they would use them. But but then again, he was a top propagandist at BBC, mm-hmm. and, and and that's he, he's talking about himself, Eric Blair, George Orwell, pen name. When he talks about Winston Smith,
1: that's right, and he admitted that that's where he learned it in the Department of Propaganda, World War Two, Britain, BBC, because he worked in that that department to convince British housewives the cheap junk food that they were left with because of the war, all the fatty stuff and so on, was actually better uh, in nutrition for them. And it's once again, we're using the expert uh, the terminology, convincing public
0: that, that this was And how they party. train the children to be spies on their parents yeah. youth brigades, squads, everything uh, uh, He figures out, that he's walking down the street and a buzz bomb flies in from East Asia, blows up <laughs> a building and he, he goes, oh, that's the government again and he realizes it's a global government all waging war on humanity that's all right. having fake wars with each other.
1: Mm-hmm. And again, to another good movie in a comedy fashion, for those who can't follow uh, 1984, is Brazil. It, Brazil. Brazil, uh, Tarek William put it in a comedy, and uh, at one stage there's bombs going off everywhere in restaurants and so on, and his mother goes on as a terrorist again. He says, Mother, have you ever actually seen a terrorism? a terrorist? No one's ever seen one. And the Department of Information Retrieval is this massive, huge skyscraper, the largest building on the planet, because it's all run by information on every individual person.
0: And then a bug falls off the ceiling in one of the printers, and so they come and SWAT team the dad, drag him away, and then they give the woman a bill. That's right, because the the, the typewriter went to to Tuttle instead of Buttle. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take a few final calls and let you go. Uh, Who have I gotten up to here, call-wise? Francis in Vancouver, Canada, another Canadian up there in the Great North. You're on the air with the one, the only Alan Watt.
4: Hi, Alex. Hi, Alan. Um, uh, you know, a lot of people who are new to you, uh, would have a hard time believing that these gangster gangsters are scheming to murder large numbers of us. But if you read Alexander Eaton's last great book, which is 200 years together, it's about Alexander this. Alexander Szaznitsyn, yeah, he, he gathered all the Jewish, a historical records in Russia, and he proved irrefutably that 95% of the Bolsheviks were Jewish, and that they murdered 45 million Russians, Ukrainians, and Armenians. And that this is all a plot, and we see now these same forces, these same people are gathering here in, in the West, and they're, like like Alex described so cogently, like, uh, Churchhoff and all these people they're the descendants of those same Bolshevik Jews that want to murder us. they want to enslave us, they want to create artificial famines they want to murder us
0: well let me let me expand on that needs and Edson, you notice the media doesn 't want to attack him because he 's a Pulitzer surprise winner and everything else. His book does get into that, but then you have to understand that there was a purge by Stalin against those people that 's why Trotsky ran over here and created the neocons today So. When you find out that there's another layer, like the Zionists at the beginning funded Hitler and then made the Jews in Germany and, and, and Poland pay million dollar fees to allow them to escape to Israel, they couldn't go to England, couldn't go to New York. So you find out then, and I'm certainly, it's terrible what went on there, and, and we're not denying that, but there is a level above that with, and people say, oh, you're just bashing Germans. No, folks, I'm saying there's a level above that. And I appreciate your call, sir. That's a great question for Alan Watt. When I haven't heard him uh, ask, uh, I know you've done the same research as me and in even deeper in many cases, so I know you'll concur with the facts we just stated, but there is a level above that, if you just intellectually are honest, um, a level above that. So, So when we look at the Rothschilds allied with the British, Anglo-American establishment, telling Hitler to go ahead and invade countries, then setting him up, he lets the British evacuate at Dunkirk, they send in... Uh, the Reich Fuhrer, Rudolf Hess, who parachutes in, you know, the king of England was a Nazi. They made him abdicate. He said, why are you doing this? We had a deal. Yeah. So they betrayed them. They betray- the, the the globalists uh, betray everyone. And so, yes, any power group is under their control, whether it's yeah,
1: Jews, look, Germans. Look for, yeah, they always look for a group, uh, and it's a, it's a minority that is under some kind of persecution and and that's the ones that they'll agitate and stir, and they will use them, and they might use them for 50 or 100 years until they've achieved their objective, and then they'll annihilate them as well. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Um, even, uh, I think it's uh, Rabbi uh, Stephen uh, Yaakov, who does a shortwave program at night, uh, he's a rabbi, and he... Uh, he really goes out against the Palestinians all the time. He doesn't uh, hold anything back, and uh, he's disgust, etc. However, he did admit on, on a couple of his shows that uh, the, the Jews that lived in Russia and in the Peel of Settlement certainly fell for the whole idea of communism and helped to to uh, bring it into being.
0: Yeah, so, that's a fact. And then went after the Ukrainian Christians. Look, this is how you. This is Helmut Schmidt, German Chancellor. And you just go to the index under B, and it says Bilderberg, 222. And also under B is Bohemian Grove, 225. So let me go to 222. 222. This is written by the president, the chancellor of Germany. 222. uh, 222. Here it is. And uh, he admits that there is a world government, shadow world government, run by the Bilderberg Group. I have shots of this in my Bohemian Grove film. It says, Henry Kissinger is a Brigny Brzezinski, uh, William Kaufman. And it goes on to say, uh, AFL-CIO Joe Gimini, uh Lane Kirkland. And it says, uh, basically setting up world government Bilderberg conferences, the Prince Bernard of the Netherlands organized and ran yearly meetings, of the London uh, Institute for Strategic Studies under the leadership of Alistair Buchan, some of the United States uh, senators, active foreign, and it goes on. Uh, to talk about uh, how they're setting up a global government there. And um, here is another one on 225, where he gets into Bohemian Grove, a tiny area the beautiful nature alone. is, But you can read, he says, we do rituals uh, in Germany, but my favorite place, we have our own groves in Germany, but my favorite place is Northern California and how they set globalist policy. I mean, I can just read all this on air, but the point is, there are hundreds of books written by these people and then the New York Times just a few years ago was saying Bilderberg didn't exist, Alan.
1: Yeah, I know. And uh, But it's out in the open now. They don't really care so much. Um, we realize, too, we're, we're dealing with people who don't believe they have to give us any answers to anything. They're, they're, they're beyond answering to the public. And in the past, they just ignored the public altogether. And, and so did the press on their behalf. So, but it's in the open today because they're on a roll... And to be honest with you, they really think that most of the general public of the world are so apathetic now that they don't really care who rules them or what kind of system they're ruled under. Yeah. Uh, that's, what they, that's what they think. That they've taken apathy to such an ex- a level now, and that was predicted by Bertrand Russell in the 50s. They would create apathy. And once you're apathetic, you allow yourself to be manipulated or controlled. It is not and really of course, right. his quote
0: was... A revolt by the general public, uh, the proletariat, will be as impossible and unthinkable as a revolt yeah. of sheep against the practice of eating mutton. That's right. That's and right. for those that don't know, mutton is sheep. And Rockefeller
1: himself said that the people will come to them with perfect docility at the end.
0: Perfect and that's because they've trained the public. First Madison Avenue makes you feel inadequate, women especially. But men, men, it's all acting tough and ooh, uh, but not being involved in your country or being involved or kill them brown people. That's manly. But then bowing down to the corrupt system and shaking you know, in the IRS. Once they make you feel inadequate, then you have no respect for yourself. And then you're always looking for a leader to save you. Now, again, Alan's got to go in just a moment. we to give each caller one minute and a quick answer from Alan Watt. Leo and MASH, you're on the air with Alan Watt. Hi, thanks for
3: taking the call. Um. I think what the factor we're missing here is the court jester factor now uh, the other day I spoke to uh, <clears throat> um, Jack mclam, and um, they're talking about the uh, they want to shut down with free speech um anti free speech they want to have hate declare the truth to be hate speech. Yes, I think what we should do is dress up as gay people around d c and go to go to d c and, and ask them to ban the Bible because then that will bring the whole thing to a
0: head, you see. But then the media, see, they can play those type of tricks, having the ADL and others have been caught dressing up like Nazis, you know, trying to get hate laws passed. Then they would expose that we set that up. But see, that's why being moral, you never really have that problem because you understand the straight and narrow. Look, look, being clean, not that I'm perfect. You know, I, I drink and smoke and I try to quit all the time, but, I mean, I'm weak. But the point is, is that... I got all these women, literally folks, and most of them are probably government, just throwing themselves, throwing themselves, throwing themselves at me. And I know that number one, I wouldn't get my work done. Number two, I'm, you know, most importantly, I'm married and love my children and my family. But, but number three, or four, uh, you know, morals are, have been developed and designed because it's what, it, it's what makes you straight and strong and focused. But the general public is all animalistic. Down. I mean, I'm more into the stars and space and the mysteries of the universe and working with and and, and helping others. I get a bigger thrill out of that. And so you can't buy me off. You can't buy me off with sex, money, power. You can't threaten me to back off because who I am and being good and being a good sentient creature is more important to me than all the treasure in the world, which is all a bunch of crap. So that's what the globalists hate because they can't control us. Uh, Alan, you want to speak to that?
1: Yes, once again, uh, if you go back to the writings of Russell and Huxley and others that talked about uh, creating a, a degraded society, uh, p- promoting sex to the extreme, even though the people would be technically sterile. He said. Hux- Julian Huxley said this. He said they'd be technically sterile. They'll be encouraged to basically um, have as many partners as they want. In other words, they're debasing us all into uh, purely animalistic behavior uh... where we have a uh, gratification from our senses f- fulfilled so quickly and easily and uh, but the thing is there's no human bonding uh, involved in any of this there's no long-term bonding uh, that was part of it to destroy bonding in fact yeah, it's very very
0: shallow it's and, and i want you to expand on this you know in college you go to parties or whatever and you know porns on the tv you know, it's everywhere for those older folks that don't know it's just everywhere now and i noticed that 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 it destroyed gratification and it, and it actually like burns your nerves away mentally. It, it, it makes sure you, you can't enjoy the real thing anymore. And, you know, so thank God I'm not into that. Uh, but, but, and, and studies have shown that. You know, they thought porn 50 years ago before they made it widespread would make people sex maniacs. It does the opposite. And of course, they'd done these tests 100 years ago. They knew it actually destroys people's real passion. And, 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 and then loving a woman, loving a man, loving your children, defending that, the true bond. Speak to that.
1: Well, that's just it. It will destroy the idea of love. In fact, um, it, and what it does is make it divorces the activity uh, from the relationship with the person. So the activity becomes purely physical uh, gratification, and that's intent to destroy the ability to bond with a person.
0: That's what 1984 was about.
1: Yes, and it's a science again. You see, any instinct, any drive, can be can be uh, by propaganda and repetition. Uh, everywhere that you look, um, it can be made into an addiction, an utter addiction, in one way or another. Until people are addicted to having partners, but not to having a relationship.
0: That's and they it. and they, and all these messages say children are bad, children are a hassle. Yeah. Uh, but then you have all these childless people that are totally unhappy, and the fulfilled folks have the children.
1: Yes, I was looking at a site recently uh, where there the, actually is an article that says uh, the children are carbon monsters. Who wants them? Uh, so that's, that's all.
0: That right, horrible science. carbon footprint, got to stop having children. In fact, Australia is proposing a one-child policy now.
1: Yes. And that, again, China was to be the model state for the entire world. And that's the way they're going. In China, the government still is a communist-type government. In other words, it's dictatorial. It's one-party system. Uh, they're, they're all multimillionaires at the top there, and that's what they want to come out openly with for the rest of the world, where there's a one-party system, one boss. They tell you how to live, what to eat, what to do, uh, walk into the sterilization factory and be a good
0: citizen, et etc. et cetera. That's what they're bringing in. Unbelievable. Who's up next? All right, John in Canada, go ahead.
4: Alex, it's great to speak with you. Listen, I just woke up last week, and after listening to your show, I had to call in. A close friend of mine at com told me about the Obama deception. Man, I've never been scared as much in my whole life. Then I watched Endgame. My God, Alex, how could we be so blind? I've always known the government was corrupt, you know, but never did I imagine it was this bad. Um, you know, what we really need to do is to stand together against this tyranny and and say that I will not allow my children to grow up and be slaves, but they have the same right to freedom as the Bilderbergs do. This is foolish. How can we allow exactly? This to happen and you need to, to go
0: play? to your councils, your town councils, and read these mainstream news articles saying children are carbon monsters and saying your phony environmental movement isn't about saving the rainforest or the plankton that is in danger. It's about taxing the carbon footprint and the carbon cycle and micromanaging every facet of our lives. Or point out how they're announcing in Canada and in the U.S. They're going to put troops on the streets and are now doing it. If all of you go and create a huge chatter instead of going into being scared, if they're able to cow us and buffalo us and intimidate us into submission, they're going to win. Alan Watt?
1: Uh, there's no doubt at all. And you can use some of their own court cases that were meant for propaganda purposes against them. Because there's a st- uh, recently where an environmental officer w- attached to a company was fired. It was such a pain to the company. And they thought they'd get some good publicity out of it. But it was ruled in the court decision in the U.S. that that the belief in sustainability and environmentalism to do with man-causing carbon footprints and so on was someone's philosophical belief. Not a fact, but a philosophical belief. So why are we all having to give up everything for someone's philosophic belief?
0: And again, it's all peer pressure. Sir, good to have you on board. Now, share the gift of information. Spread the Obama deception, the high-quality one's up on Infowars.com for free right now. Spread it to your whole email list. Call your neighbors. Get aggressive. Get a PrisonPlanet.tv membership, uh, 15 cents a day. Burn DivX copies. Just point and click. Drag it over. Say, burn disc. It's almost DVD quality on a DVD or disc. Plays in most computers and DVD players. Get aggressive. God bless you. Good to hear from you. Uh Alan, I think I'm going to let you go. I can keep twisting your arm. We, we could go to Michael Dennis. Your call. And uh, You're such a gentleman, but I don't want to sh- scare you off from coming back on next time. Michael Dennis and Sean, we can take those three calls, or I could ask you this final question. Your call. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, quickly. Michael in Toronto. Another call from Canada. This is crazy.
3: Go ahead, uh, Michael. Hey, Alex. Great to talk to you, Alan. Nice to talk to you. I've got um, I've got a question for Alan specifically regarding Canada's role in the NWO. I have a, a friend who is um, uh, very high up uh, at Whit Gundy, which is the Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce. Yeah, and he speaks about Canada as being the administrator of the New World Order, and that that the Canadian dollar and our pensions will be relatively stable uh, comparatively to the U.S. and also because. Canadians have already been brought in line. I don't really think the Canadians are a worry no. uh, for the end well, okay, Can you comment to that?
0: Yeah, I want to hear Alan's comment, then I've got one. Go ahead, Alan. Yeah, well, I, I also know people up at
1: the, the bank, uh, very, at the same bank, too. And uh, that is what they're told. So they, they do believe that Canada is, has the, the population so happy drunk at weekends with sports and hockey and all the rest of it that they don't care. Technically, they say it's really true with most people. Uh, But uh, Canada uh, has a much bigger role than it lets on to have. In fact, I don't don't know what people realize that there's some very, very old wealthy families, international bankers living in Canada. Yes. And they give orders to a lot of the big boys in the States, in fact.
0: Yes, they've decided to make Canada kind of one of their few safe zones. That's why they have some of those draconian anti-free speech things. And Canada is a beta test of a similar model to England, but even more advanced at many levels, of how to have a highly controlled society without people seeing it. They call China a laboratory. They call Canada a laboratory. The U.S. is a la- They have different competing but similar systems. They're beta testing separately. I mean, notice Canada is very hard to get into now. And they check your political background and yell and scream at you, and it's turning into a giant fortress uh, and it has incredible resources, Alan.
1: Yes, and I, I when I, in the 70s and 80s, when I was uh, over in Europe, I traveled an awful lot through Europe. What astonished me was that each country had its own little, it was indeed a little laboratory. Holland was testing out the reversal of roles. They, they, they paid men to stay at home with the children and paid women to go out to work. Uh, so every country that you country that you went to, Sweden was pushing sex to the extreme until to, to see if they were the first ones who would need partners because would be so sex was so easily available. And, and I, I realized every country was being tested. And now they're using the findings of all these countries to yes. create a, a global society. They're putting yes. all the things that work together into one system.
0: And 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 you research enough of this data, you then come up with a prime projection of exactly what they're doing, and then years later you come across a Rand Corporation or a UN document, and it's like you wrote it because you know you're an intellectual, you've studied it, you've looked at it, and then you already know what their plan is, and then you find actual documents where what you know your understanding was a hundred percent, and there's only a few people, Alan Watt, myself, and really. Frankly, Alan, when it comes to the technical side, because you do a lot of research, I do too, a lot of other folks are great patriots, they're just not as bookwormish as we are. But, I mean, have you had that experience where you know their plan and then later you actually find a document that's word for word, what you'd already, with thousands of pieces of data put together?
1: Yes. You find many documents often in the the same story, on the same particular area that you're looking into. And I often say that life is boring because once you've understood and read all their books, you you know the implementation scheme, you know where they're going. You're never surprised because you know what the next step and the next step and the next step will be.
0: Absolutely, Michael. Thank you. Dennis in Colorado and then Sean. Dennis, one minute.
3: Yeah, uh, have you heard of Gene Schroeder out in Campo, Colorado?
0: I have. uh, Refresh me.
3: Yeah, it's about the war and emergency powers. About, oh,
4: yeah. Uh,
0: how... A decade ago, we put out stuff exposing that. Yeah, we've been under the War Powers Act. It's true. Dr. Gene
3: Schroeder. Yeah.
4: Uh, if that was to be reversed, do you think that would have any effect on the current
3: environment?
0: Absolutely. You know, they operate by their own laws, uh... and so we're operating under state of emergency. Uh, Alan Watt?
1: Yes, absolutely. It, it, uh, again, everything's been published before by people who stumble across the truth, and. uh... And you've got to dig up all these books and use them for evidence that this is an agenda, it's a plan. Here's the proof. It's all documented uh, to show people, at least for those who can get away from television
0: mentality. Exactly. They beta test it. Like, they're beta testing in a little over 50 cities I know of right now, making the cities and counties make you register your guns and your ammo. And then they'll say, oh, look, we tested it. It worked great. Let's do it everywhere. You know, they're beta testing one-child policies through cities that tax you if you have kids. You know, they're beta testing, and then they admit they're beta testing. for And the stuff they're beta testing, they're now rolling out in a year or two, not ten years. Again, it's very fast. We're like, everything's quickening right now.
1: Yes, and, and also, too, uh, you have an international association of mayors, for instance. All the mayors are in touch with mayors across the planet.
0: National, national Association of Governors, County Commissioners, mm-hmm. uh, County please, please. Ma- City Managers. Go ahead. Yeah, police
1: chiefs as well. And, and whatever works in one country to an extent, uh, especially if it's profitable to them. Uh, they will implement in every other country uh, pretty well sh- shortly afterwards as well. We'd, the Toronto mayor a few years ago took a whole delegation of the Toronto Council over to Holland to study the red light district to see how they worked it out for taxation purposes. So exactly. Let me give to you Toronto. one
0: microcosm. How do they implement? They say we got a $787 million stimulus package. Every other country has a package. That's taxpayer money. They then tell a city and a county, do this, adopt these laws, and then we'll give you the money. Yes. Okay. That's what they call, you know, the, the, these funded mandates, and so so that's how they have it all unified. And then privately, insurance companies will say, if you start running checkpoints with the army at it, or if you start running people through the Patriot Act database to rent a car, we'll give you a discount. Mm-hmm. So they incentivize it all, and then have everybody jump through the hoops to do it. I appreciate your call, Dennis. Sean in Toronto, last caller. Yes, hello,
5: uh, Alex uh, and Alan. I'm glad to finally be on the phone with you. Um, I just have a comment and then a question. My comment is this I think the most important thing that you've done, Alex, as far as exposure, is the Bohemian Grove. I think that is far and above the most important thing because it shows the true level of twisted evil of the most powerful people that are involved in this whole New World Order. Situation. Well,
0: Hollywood tells us I was I saw the ninth gate when I was on the stair stepper this weekend on cable and uh, you know, and I'd seen it before, so I watched the last hour of it and, and and what do all these Hollywood movies tell you? When you go to the big castle chateau in England or in or in France or in New York, you know, eyes wide shut, the elite is engaging in satanic ceremonies. Well, in real life that's what they're doing. And why is this from a sociological perspective, even if you're an atheist? Because they're psycho killers, they're going to have a religion that matches their flair for blood and death and torture and and, and the enjoyment of hurting innocents. Alan, what?
1: Yes, uh, it it is a. they they, in themselves, whether they believe in it or not, some can believe in it, some don't have to, but they all attend the same kind of orgies, etc., on that level, where they have drugs, etc., and even the police will stay wide away, or the police chief might be there in your own community. And they do have the eyes wide shut type ceremonies because they'll they love to to play at being gods openly amongst themselves well it
0: 's also about how they 're radical they 'll sit there right in front of the police chief with the governor and just sit there and have sex and then yeah. drink blood and take a baby and God. Yeah. I've got the physical will and power to kill this little kid ah, Satan and, and again it's all about they've got the willingness to go to this level of darkness Alan Watt. Yeah, what they
1: show to each other is that they have no inhibitions that's a must be to join them in fact you have no inhibitions sexually that's for male or female or whatever and I mean whatever um and that uh, uh, you're not embarrassed by any, you're not inhibited and embarrassed by any particular situation. So you've got to be almost very ultimately avant-garde in everything that you do amongst your own to show to show that yeah. you have no inhibitions.
0: Yeah. All right, caller, ask your question because I really twisted Alan's arm. Go ahead. All right.
5: Um, the one the one question I had was this: um, as far as FEMA-type camps, um, no. military forces put out on the street this type of thing that is horribly going on in the States. Um, Do you, uh, Alex, personally have any evidence or knowledge that that type of uh, thing is happening up here?
0: No, sir, it's been in the Toronto Star that they built uh, FEMA camps and they had the... yeah, yeah, they had generals in the like 10 mainstream articles a week ago, it was like more than 10, saying we're going to patrol the streets, we're going to do cordons, we're, we're preparing to lock down Canadian cities and put people uh, in camps. So I'm going to let you go there. I know Alan's always informed. Alan, you saw the articles, I'm sure. Yes, and I also
1: know that uh, many of the closed bases are still attended and kept up to scratch with empty beds. Uh, and I know where they are, too, even Ontario and different places in Canada. And that, again, is for emergency purposes, yeah.
0: Yeah, they broke Canada in five parts. It was in the bunch of Canadian papers. Just, um, in fact, let me give people the exact headline. We'll pull this up at the end. Exact headline. There was so many. Let me think. One was Toronto Star. There were some other ones. Um, um, military to take lead role in Canada emergencies. Military to take lead role. Another one was military to patrol rowdy bar district.
1: That's was in Bari, Ontario, and
0: that, that's correct. That's what they're doing. Yeah. All right, let me, let me pull up more. Hold on. United States, Mexico, Canada sign agreement to sh- share forces during disasters, and it said they will use each other's troops, each other's countries. Uh, I mean, there's many others, folks. Uh, but uh, there you have it, Alan. Wan in closing. Um, what do the elite think of you and I? You know, I mean, I know I've talked to some of them and they've laughed and said, look, the public's scum. They want to be destroyed. Let them, you know, join us. Ha ha ha. I mean, that's kind of the attitude. Uh, you can't, you know, evil knows it can wreck things, break things. It doesn't have to keep all the plates piled up, you know, you know in, in, in a juggling act where you've got 100 plates in your hands and, 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 and teacups. They don't have to play by rules. They can eviscerate humanity, our soul, our basic coding, what's good. Yeah, they're they're chaotic, they're destructive. The good guys play by the rules and try to help and have a heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how do we beat that? And what do they think of us?
1: They're very puzzled by us because they can't imagine anyone doing something uh, where there's no personal benefit involved whatsoever. Because they live that that's the, that's also their Achilles heel. Each one of the helpers for the elite has a personal benefit. They're, they're in it for gain personally. And uh, uh, if uh, if it's underhanded or crooked, they don't care. They think that everyone is the same as themselves. And so when someone comes along and does something for some other purpose or says it's for a moral purpose or whatever, uh, you're genuinely a puzzle to them because they cannot relate to you at all, at all. And uh, if you you know your stuff and you you know what it's all about, what's going on, they, they would like to recruit you. Uh, And they cannot understand why you you, you won't take the payoff or the bait or whatever and be one of them and live the high life.
0: Which is actually a prison. I mean, it's it's a treasure. It's so valuable to tie into the life force of the universe, to literally be involved, realizing I'm going to live forever through my progeny. Even if my progeny, my line ends. I live through humanity, and I imagine us, you know, really in this cocoon stage, for what humanity could develop into if we're given time and don't let these elite backstabbers. To me it's very evil. They claim they're elite to suppress and dumb down. And and, and you know, I love seeing others do well and maximizing beauty and intelligence and honor and potential and I love innocence. And they love destruction and power and, and all the and, and you know and, and indoctrinating the troops into killing a million, three hundred thousand Iraqis. You know, they love these rituals of destruction. And I see them destroying their own soul and attacking the very heart of humanity. And so I'm into the species surviving, having a chance to decide what the species wants to become in elevating enlightenment. And uh, so I don't care if they kill me because I know I live on. And my only—I'm worried about the species. I'm worried about the species merging with technology too quickly, losing what our true potential was. And so I'm almost like a uh, conservator who who you know who wants to keep these great works of art alive because they are alive and will grow into something even greater. I'm like someone trying to maintain the original seeds uh, and and you know so they can be planted. Do you see what I'm saying?
1: Yes, and, and evil itself can give you nothing but evil. That's the key to it as well. Nothing good will come out of this. Nothing that you, you know, that's an old, old, um debate in different religions. Can good come out of evil? And technically, no, it cannot. Uh, evil can only spawn more evil and cruelty and hatred and, and uh, disgust at their own actions. Um, so we, uh, this is the ultimate battle. Really, it's your soul they're after. That thing which makes you individualistically you. That's what they're after. They don't like the unknown factor. They want a bunch of uh, peapod clones walking around the planet serving them that are perfectly predictable.
0: And, uh, and that is evil. It, is, it, is, it yes. is stunting and blunting destiny.
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. See, their heaven, their utopia is our hell. That's the bottom line.
0: Well, Alan Watt, tell folks how they can support you. They can go to uh, com, buy some of the books and videos there. Uh, okay. just, just unsurpassed research and work. And we want to thank you for joining us for two and a half hours today. It's been a pleasure, Alex. Yeah. Uh, plug yourself. You never will. Just uh, tell folks yes. some of the things you've got for sale. Yes,
1: I've got books um, on, to say coding, psycholinguistics to show you how we're mocked all the time by very intelligent people. And uh, uh, you, you can also buy the discs I have for sale. And you can listen to my show at night on the other radio broadcasting network.
0: I wonder if they'll plug me over there. I'm just joking. Hey, it doesn't matter. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're doing important work, and that's what matters. Alan Watt, I want to thank you so much again for spending time with us. You'll be on with Jason bermas nine to midnight Wednesday, right? That's confirmed. That's right. Yeah. You're gonna be on the first hour, Alan Watt. Thank you for all the time. Good to have you on with us. It's good to be on, Alex. All right, great guy there, folks. um... That's why I have him on and promoting. Literally, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I'm an adult. I've stored up more knowledge than, say, a five-year-old. And I have done the research. And the elite are like adults. They are just more advanced. They understand how things work. And they have tried to keep the people in like a perpetual. I think there's still a line connected, folks. I'm hearing. Can, can, can we let the phone system down, please? Thank you. Uh, thank you. I heard some bumping around going on there. Uh, let me go back. This is a key thought, okay? I want to relay. This is what it's. This is what is at my heart of hearts. And we're going to go back to rebroadcast with the Kevin Booth, CIA drug dealing report, and then the police report, and the military spying on us, all the rest of it. At my core. At my very heart, it's like this. I'm 35 years old. I have accrued knowledge. It's advancing exponentially every week now. I look at it with marvel at how ignorant and shuttered and and, and 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 uninformed and awake I was, say, 15 years ago, and I was more advanced than most adults then. And I think of the potential I could grow into for all my problems and foibles, and then I want to see others do well, and I have a love affair with creativity and beauty and, 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 and goodness and And wanting to lift people up and because I know I'm connected to the species and the whole universe, whether you're black, white, German, Jewish, Chinese, doesn't matter. I, I understand that. I understand the systems of control. And so I don't get on a power trip because, you know, there's a five year old kid walking down the street and drive by and go, I know more than that five year old. Boy, I could sucker that five year old with candy. You know, and, and get them in the car and go hurt them. Or I could go sucker some 18 year old chick and boss her around and pimper her around. And, you know, that's what, but, but, but see, that's how criminals think. That's how criminals operate. That's how psychopaths operate. They, they love tricking a little kid to get in a car with them. You know, I would love to be able to educate a five-year-old, to build them up, to make them strong, to teach them the pitfalls that, that, that I didn't learn when I was young so they could avoid all of that. I want to give them revelation. I want to give them knowledge. See, God wants to give us the little commoners, the little, you know, people that as well. And Satan, the New World Order, claims they're giving us all this knowledge. No, they don't. All they do is actually suppress knowledge, destroy people, manipulate our basic instincts against ourselves. And you don't believe in the devil, whatever, fine. The group consciousness of of evil people or, or the group works they create. And so that's what it comes down to. I want to empower people. I'm not on a power trip when some neighbor of mine is ignorant. They may be 50 years old and don't know how the world works. I don't. I I see people that, you know, whenever they, a lot of people when they teach you something or tell you you're wrong, they, they revel in it like their ego. No, I'm actually embarrassed for somebody when they don't know something. And I'm embarrassed for myself when I don't know something. And I want to empower them with knowledge. I want to, I want to commune with them mentally, psychologically, spiritually. I want to lift them up and them lift me up together. Rising tide raises all ships. I want to build. And I want to increase the goodness and and and, and increase the knowledge. And, and there's nothing we can't do. I mean, we are made in the image of the creator of the universe, ladies and gentlemen. And the globalists know that, and they're very jealous and envious of that. And they want to hoard that knowledge for themselves and make themselves gods, they believe, instead of trying to empower everybody and moving towards what humanity is going to become if they don't stop us. And so the New World Order is like somebody pulling over in their car, tricking a five-year-old in the car, and then taking them to a abandoned shack and beating their brains out, and then reveling, I have power, this five-year-old's tied down, I can beat him in the head with a hammer, or man, I've got power. I mean, it, 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 it is sick. It is sick beyond belief. I've got to go, my board ops have got to go, because they're running Burma's 9 to midnight tonight. The Obama deception is being censored off the number one viewed page at YouTube and Google. Why is that important? Because it was on the front page. We don't just get the choir or people you pass the video on to in emails or at work. We get the masses, the millions that are on the main front page every day. They've been caught. It's up on Infowars.com. We want to counter them by emailing it out to everybody, MySpacing it, pushing it like you've never pushed it before. Please help us. Please help us get this out or buy the DVD at Infowars.com. Or see it online in super high quality at PrisonPlanet.tv. But get that high quality because there's all these crud copies out there. This is the high quality copy. The best we've seen online for free at YouTube. Change your channel. It's up on Infowars.com right now. All right, we're going to go back into retransmission. Back tomorrow live, 11 3 p.m. Central. We did five hours, one minute, and 20 seconds live today. Great job to the crew. I'm Alex Jones in the Infowar for humanity causing right into the Death Star of the New World Order and an attempt to ignite the minds of men and women towards liberty and freedom upward and ever onward in this great experiment we call life. God bless you all.